0: Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small...
1: In this week's episode of The Kindness Project, we talk about Minecraft, Christmas, and part one of our interview with Mindy Gibbons-Klein from Giving 1%. Welcome,
0: my friends, to another episode of The Kindness Project. I'm joined by a man who... It's a bit complacent about the fact that we are going to the Amazon. It's Rose of Dames and a girl who I love so much, and she loves us so much. She's coming home before Christmas. And
2: then it's- I'm coming back. And then I'm coming back for Christmas. Yeah,
0: you like you like a Scottish English yo-yo, Charlotte. That's what you are. You're bouncing up and down from uh, from nowhere uh, all the way. From uh, fairly south in the United Kingdom to fairly north. It's not right at the bottom to the top, but it's not a million miles away.
2: It's no. further south and it is north.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. It's mm. the weather down there? That's the weather down where? Uh, up in Scotland.
2: Oh, it's pretty good. It's kind of cold, but I like it. Oh. I prefer the cold. Um, yeah, I prefer the cold. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Now, you were being a little suspicious, Charlotte, because we said what you've been up to, and you went, I'm saving this particular point for the podcast.
2: Okay, no, it wasn't what I've been up to, but you guys were having a chat, and I was like, I need to talk about this. I need to, I need to, so I'm going to, like, you know, say, can we get recorded, guys, so I can, uh, I have a question to ask you, you, Dad. Uh,
1: Hi, you
2: Because um, I'm not sure if this was a fever dream, something I imagined or not. Um, I've been thinking about a game recently, and I can't remember if it's real or not, or if I just made it up in my head, where you play as a worm, and you get the little tiles with the letters on them, and you have to fight fairy tale creatures using words. Yeah, it's called Bookworm. It's called Bookworm. Bookworm is amazing. I tried describing it to someone the other day and they were like, are you sure you didn't just imagine that? No! I was like, no. I played that no. one that! That game, Charlotte, I
0: absolutely love is called Bookworm Adventures.
1: What
0: is uh, that on? Steam. Uh, it's on
1: the PC. Steam. Oh, PC. To find
0: it. You must Googled it when you got back, Charlotte. I, I got can't got think of what it was now, called. Bye-bye. Bookworm Adventures. Yeah, um, It's brilliant.
2: I was thinking about it the other day because uh, someone reminded me about Carmen San Diego and we used to play Carmen San Diego together when it was free on Facebook. Oh, the good old days. Um, and then I was thinking about the
0: good old days when games were free on Facebook and Twitter wasn't as racist as it is now. Um, you know, the good
1: old days.
2: Um,
1: and oh, then the good old days when Russell <laughs> Sorry? Oh, the two ends would be middle curve. <laughs> Sorry, well, well, I'm a working class hero, Rose. What are you talking
0: about? (laughs) I'm I'm maintaining my working class hero status. That's right. I am. Sure. Revolution, power to the people.
2: Absolutely, power to the people. Um, But I was thinking about games we used to play together when I was younger, and I started thinking about, you know, book club adventures, which I will now. Put on my steam wishlist as soon as we get off this call um yeah. and then i started thinking about spore um, oh
0: Spore was a great game
2: which is already on my uh steam wishlist uh i recommend checking it out uh looking at some of the videos the graphics aren't as good as what you expect from a modern game but that's because it's not a modern game
1: i do a uh, lot of modern games now on steam Again, back to the old style graphics, like the pictures. look, at Undertale and stuff yeah. like that. Some Undertale, of uh, I've heard some of the bigger games, Minecraft and that. I
2: love Minecraft. But, I was playing uh, Minecraft before we came on this
1: call. Old style graphics. Yeah. yeah, it's not always the graphics, is
0: it? I mean, like yeah, you, can ama- you can get some You can, I think, with a lot of modern games, if you've got amazing graphics, it's, it does sort of
1: drag you into yeah, the world. On you stage. need the gameplay, right? If the you know if the gameplay on Steam, that reminds me of when we first started playing games, so then text-based games where mm-hmm. you pick a it adventure gives you a game. line of text and then you pick
2: oh.
1: and it maps it out for you. Well when I was a kid, when when I was a kid Charlotte, yeah. and was, I you remember yeah.
0: this, we used to have choose your own adventure books. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was an
2: adventure I game. Use your own adventure books.
1: Oh, no, you oh, I adventure book. Oh, they still and you scan it with your app, and it does it like that now. Love it. If, if you're looking, love it.
2: if you're looking for a game that's sort of like that, uh, that has a little bit of an existential feel, but I've played it through a couple of times and I really like it. And it's good for those of you who like achievement hunting. I know who you are.
0: Are you talking about me. Um. Yeah, I'm
2: talking about you. Um. There's a game on Steam uh, called Slay the Princess, which I was really looking forward to. I have downloaded okay. the demo when it first popped up. It's only been out a couple of weeks, but I have I really enjoyed it. Um, and I highly recommend it, so, yeah.
0: Slay the And that is the game review section of the Kindness Projects done.
2: <laughs> um, well,
0: we've recommended Bookworm Adventures, Slay the Princess. I'd like to recommend... I've downloaded, but I haven't played it yet. Alien Isolation for the PlayStation. I'm currently playing God and Knights, which everybody had a go at, but I'm quite enjoying. I am just um, sorry, God. And, um, yeah, um, am Yeah, there's loads of, and it's coming to come up to Christmas, so
1: get your gaming sort of stuff in now. And I, do I have just downloaded Final Fantasy 7 on the map
0: that's a good shout, Russ. That's a good shout Final Fantasy VII Remake, Russ, or the original? It's the remake, so... It is very, very good. If you like Final
2: Fantasy, Russ, I recommend picking up some of the Persona games. Uh,
0: Persona's brilliant, Russ. I I, I, I I, I prefer Persona 5 to Final Fantasy, to be honest.
1: The trouble with the Mac is I can't... I don't get access to all the Windows ones. And there's no, the high-rise games. More people making Windows games than there are Mac, so yeah. I might yeah. not be able to lay me hands on it. But
0: I'll you know, to... um, you know, they're um, gonna withdraw selling the Mac, and then it's gonna come back. You you've read that in the news? Oh, I haven't seen it. No. Yeah, they've they um, they're, they're planning a the big marketing campaign called um, Return of the Mac. <laughs>
1: Anyway, right. remind oh, me if I want to take you to
2: Amazon with me. <laughs> that makes it sound like you're putting him in, in your pocket. And start
1: oh, starting yeah, can, can you? But I think he's me? trying to take money once again in the luggage. Can you put me in your suitcase? Is that right? Yeah. Um, just imagine if, if you're in big suitcase and imagine. just a bloke fell out. You, you know, know what I mean? you? I would say my suitcase is big enough for about buddy, so. Yeah, well will be I, an opportunity to find out. Well, I, I don't know whether you'd get me through the...
0: I, I don't know, number one, whether I'd want to be in the luggage hold of a plane for 15 hours, right? That's number one. And number two, I'm sure they'd pick up the fact that there's a six foot Well, oh, yeah.
1: ...rather large... In I'm having trouble putting you around. It might draw attention to it. True. True. I
2: just kind of want him to go on an adventure like at the end of Toy Story 2 where they're all on the conveyor belt with the suitcases.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, I mean, the reality is I still want to go on the
0: conveyor belt, the luggage belt. I mean, I like every time I see a luggage conveyor belt,
1: I'm like, can I oh, go? I
2: know
1: you're not allowed. I know you're not allowed, but it doesn't stop me wanting to, does it? I've not been in that part of the airport, so I wouldn't know, but...
2: Yeah.
1: You no but if you've not seen Toy Story 2... No,
0: so like... you want to let me know, Russ, because I'll be there with you, mate. Because yeah, you're the doing, the I'm doing, for the yeah, rest yeah. of your life. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> right, let me talk to you about... Not all my uh,
2: reactions that Let one. me talk
0: to you about my dad and your granddad. And uh not, clearly I'm not talking to you, listener. You've got a different <laughs> dad and granddad. I'm talking to Charlotte. All of no,
2: our granddads. Know,
0: and... <laughs> And, um, I mean, it could be... He's quite a stereotypical granddad. Um, quite fun. A little bit bigoted. Um, he's, he's, like <laughs> all, he's like all granddads. Um, but uh, it, it, it is where I'm going with this. We, we went out for lunch today, because it is... When I'm recording this, ladies and gents, it's Remembrance Day in the UK. The day we remember the sacrifices that people have made to keep us a free the, the britain the uk free and independent country and um my youngest daughter sophie who's been on the podcast she's been in loads of episodes um uh is a scout and she got to do the remembrance day parade which she was really proud of so we went we went to watch her my dad come down and then we drove out to a nice little village pub for a little bit of lunch, which was amazing. Guess what? I had Charlotte. I don't know it depends on
2: the time
0: Wait, of year. Is it too early for pigs and blankets? Too early for to pigs and blankets. I had pigs and blankets last night though, because mum's trying to smuggle in Christmas into the house by buying, by buying mince pies and pigs and blankets. So I've had mince uh
1: mince pies this week and pizza I, blankets i've talked about mince pies i can't have them i'm on that diet isn't I? what diet I, I really enjoy mince pies you really you really enjoy mince pies but you're not eating any yeah i'm not uh, i can't have them they're too fatty oh no what don't you must the uh i'm on the uh you the not know mince pies diet well we might as well be <laughs> specifically says no mince pies. But, what, are you, what are you allowed to eat? Are you allowed to eat dust, Raz? Please. A, I'm calorie counting, aren't I? So the calories in the mince pie are not good. No, no, they are quite good. So I'll eat your share of mince pies, Raz, for the
0: next... Yeah, you might have to. the next year. Um, so, um, so anyway, we were at lunch and we were having a chat about your mum Charlotte not listeners again and mm-hmm. your um, sister-in-law Russ has is yes. my wife's favorite place in the world which is Charlotte Norwich no that's your favorite place in the world what, what's <laughs> mum's favorite place in the world
2: where? I don't know, Bar- there's loads of places mum's like mum like.
0: You know it's borough market in London. But she oh, also
2: the Calais
0: uh, the Calais wine superstore. The Calais wine Superstore. Now apparently Is now the- when you go to the Calais wine uh superstore post-Brexit, it's not unlimited wine that you can it's bring not. back. There's a limited the, we're out of the EU. And I joked to Grandad that actually the real reason he voted for brexit was because um he wanted he didn't want mum to go to the calais wine soup store anymore and he admitted it guys he that's the reason It wasn't all this political stuff it wasn't anything about immigration right it was to
1: intentionally stop mum going to the calais wine soup store Typical politician always have a plan didn't i always have a plan. I mean, that's
0: quite niche, though, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? There's a reason. Um, uh, I, the next time I'm voting, is, is, I, I need to think of a reason as niche as that. Uh, he, could
1: have, he could have genuinely been concerned about your own, your own Cassie Clipper.
0: I mean, that's true. There could be health benefits of not buying wine in the Calais Wine Superstore, aren't they? You know, that's what was what really... A working class here over us. I don't drink wine. I just drink... I eat gruel. That's all I eat. Well... Um, and,
1: and, and drink water, because that's that, all that, up in the that, I've been for. I've had many dinners at your house, and none of them have been gruel. That's because we save up when you come around. I don't think round that, round, I've ever had gruel at your house. No, that's I don't have ever
2: had gruel at home. And I lived there for
1: like eighteen years. Mate, right, you are ruining my image as a working class hero, you two. Thank what are you
0: God.
2: doing? You're not supposed to lie to the public. You can have a good image and still be truthful and honest. Oh, as long goodness.
1: as you're I don't even think working class heroes they <laughs> grow. What, what about I zero Z? What
2: about, about
1: I like... You're not Oliver Twitch, you remind me more of Fagan. <laughs> <laughs> Always barking yeah. your orders, never going out and doing it yourself. Oh,
2: oh, uh have you seen they're making a film about the artful dodger? No. Are oh, they?
1: No.
0: Yeah. Uh playing
2: the I Artful
1: Dodger.
2: One of the kids from the Nanny McPhee movies. Wonder if it had that song in it. You know the uh You gotta pick a pocket or two? No, no they uh, them, they? It was all of them, really. Yeah. Well,
1: I've done the TV series, didn't they? What was that called, Dodger? About the art yeah. Dodger? Right. Yeah, I don't know. I like, right. just saw an ad for it.
2: I'm... Cool.
1: I'm looking
0: forward to the Willy Wonka. I almost just said I'm looking forward to Willy. Um, I'm looking forward to the Willy Wonka.
2: There's something we need to talk about, Dad. <laughs> uh... need to talk
0: about Willy.
2: Well, I'm
0: looking forward to <laughs> <laughs> <Looking> forward... <laughs> I'm looking forward to no Right, hold Man, on. Read that, Willie. Let me finish. The, <laughs> <laughs> Let me finish the sentence. I'm looking forward to the Willie Wonka film that's coming out. Timothy Chalamet is playing Willie. Right. Um, and basically, it's the origin story of Willie. Wonka. Um. Uh. And um. And wait, why are you you shaking your heads And it looks amazing. Google, or you search on YouTube, Willy Origin Story. No. And, and, and Willy Wonka, Willy Wonka Origin Story, and it will give you a a really interesting video. I'll, I'll check.
2: Know. Huh? I'll check. I've
0: seen it. Right, yeah, it looks good, uh, Charlotte, doesn't it?
2: Yeah. What's it called? Wonka. Wonka. Why didn't they call it Willy? <laughs> <laughs> For the obvious reasons, I think. Willy the movie! <laughs> <laughs> anyway... People oh, still get
0: wonka. you going to be about, right, uh, Charlotte? Huh? <laughs> What's your joke of the week going
2: to be about? Well, without, without many times to the word, it might have to be about Willie. Have we got any comedy
1: news this week, chaps? Uh, but I tell you, you recorded notes. Oh, uh, you know what? The producer's done his job, but the hosts have just been joking, haven't? Uh, Never... Sorry, no that uh, that wasn't that's not quite what happened. I said it two minutes before we logged on, and I forgot to mention it to you when we. When we love on, Right. Uh so
0: i uh, on that note, let's move on to uh, the kindness news. Um and I'd like to this guy, oh sorry, go on. Do you want to do your jingle, Charlotte? Kindness
2: news. Uh do I need to have the news?
0: No, I'll do it. Remembrance edition.
2: Emma Drum- Drummond's random
0: acts of kindness leaving homemade poppies. An East Lothian woman has put her creative talents to good use to raise funds for the Scottish Poppy Appeal, after being inspired by her grandfather as a child. Mum of two, Emma Drummond, who is originally from Preston Pans but now lives in Goose Green, area of Musselburgh, makes poppies from epoxy resin, which are gifts in aid of Charity Poppies Scotland, which supports Armed Forces personnel and their families. She also distributes her poppies and an accompanying note around towns and villages in East Lothian so they can be found by local people who can wear them annually in remembrance of those who fought in the war. M. of M's wedding Creations donated poppy pins to Musclebrun District Veterans Group and also donated 200 to a fundraising initiative organised by William Morrison, a member of the Veterans Group. Um, Emma said that her late grandfather Thomas Peters, chairman of Pres- Presto Pan's Royal British Legion from 80 to 83, used to visit a Thelmers school with puppies. A late great uncle George Bruce was also president of Presto Pan's Royal British Legion. As a child, I was in awe of what he was doing, as what we were taught what the pubs, uh, what the puppy represented. I donated every year since I was a child. They've always been proud to wear a poppy. Emma added, I, I've been using epoxy resin for a couple of years now and recently found a mould for the poppy. I made garden poppies which are put on a few family graves in Presbyterian Cemetery, and then I've got my light bulb moment. Um, I, I felt this was a good way to give back. I started by a 100 of them, leaving them on benches, um, but then um, would be found that, um, the indoor markets and selling them to raise money would be a good thing to do. She believes she's gifted 400 poppies so far to veterans. Um, Mr. Morrison, a member of the Musclebra and District Veterans Group, said, Emma is an amazing young lady. We've been so grateful for our donation of items to the Veterans Club and to the Poppy Appeal. I absolutely love that. I yeah. absolutely love that. And it's really interesting. I was speaking to um, I was speaking to my dad about, and it's really interesting because I'm I probably consider myself a bit of a pacifist. I'm not keen on violence. However, um, the reality is that there are people who've put their lives on the line to fight against
1: oh yeah Marxism, oh,
0: no. to, to fight and 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 it was funny because even though i'm in my 40s and so you russ and, and dad's in his 70s now we've never had to fight for our yep beliefs uh, like of fairness and liberalism and democracy
1: when they, when they, of, when they first started, started talking about the uh the the trouble in the middle east you know israel yeah it get me thinking i wonder what that's like to just have your life turned upside down like that they would said to um just get out two million people just yeah. get out we're coming in and that'd be yeah. that It'd be if you're still there you're in trouble just, okay.
2: just
1: degree. i mean i agree and we see it before that in ukraine where they where they just indiscriminately launch rockets and yeah uh, so i did wonder what that would be like uh yeah i mean i mean the reality is
0: and again this is some of the some of the rights that you know our veterans have have fought for we live in a fairly stable liberal democracy and 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 fairly okay. wealthy as well you know we get the opportunity to
1: We've um, never had a fight in some places. Were uh, quite rough, and you have to fight on the street for bits and bobs and all that sort of stuff. People living on the street predominantly have to do that. They fight each other for scraps of food and that. But we've never seen anything like like yeah. What they're Yeah, and 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 that's the um that's the
0: uh interesting thing and i think what we've got to be grateful for is individuals who have put their life on the line through a, through conflict to protect the the freedoms and rights and the
1: lives the lives we lead because as you say well, I, think um, I think it was the people that put their life on the line i thought it was to remember the people that lost their life protecting their liberty I think
0: it's a bit of both because there was there was World War Two veterans there. I think I think Remem- Remembrance Sunday came off the back of World War One, but now it's a bit more Yeah, that's a bit veterans, so that it celebrates World War II. Um so yeah, the, uh, you know, it it was really it was really nice to um just remember how lucky we are, I think. And remember the fact that we live fairly stable, comfortable, of free lives where we're free to do what I want because you know yeah, uh, what happened in World War Two in terms of the like stopping the German sort of, uh, warmage. So, so I think I think all of that sort of stuff. And you're right about. Us. I mean, I look at what's going on in. In Israel, um, from both sides, actually. You know, there are, you know, Hamas are a terrorist organization oh, yeah. that, the boy that, that, that impacted the, the, the Israelis. You know, I'd argue, I think the history of Israel and Palestine is a complex and nuanced one. I'd suggest that I'm not the only one to believe that. Israel's going a bit over the top at the minute in terms of trying to destroy Hamas and um, when you're killing civilians you've got to think about the implications them,
1: of doing I'm, that. I kind of about it's all wrong.
0: Yeah, and and actually I think the danger is is we're moving away from a peaceful resolution over there because you know it's, it's becoming more polarised so, and what that- we need is more dialogue and less, however, um, the reality is, um, uh, that the, we we should be grateful for the lives we lead and the fact that we've never had to experience conflict because of the fact that people have made sacrifices for us. Charlotte, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I think I think it's really interesting. I was you know having that discussion. I was uh, about all of that, and I was thinking about what you said about there was World War Two veterans there present and just thinking about the idea that one day there won't be anyone who actively remembers like has first hand accounts of yep. these wars yeah so much of like our modern history and think about it there the day that there are not there is no one that remembers first hand accounts of actually being in the wars isn't far off right no. but that doesn't mean it doesn't affect everything going forward because we are still we still have that look li- that element of freedom because of what happened so even if no one remembers people will still remember even if they stop teaching about it even if they stop it will still have a ripple effect throughout our history into the future uh,
0: I, I mean I, I suppose the only challenge we've got with that and we've seen it time and time again is if when we forget history repeats itself you know when it's too far there's a tendency not to remember our brutal Life, life was, and how much needless waste of life there was. So I agree, but but I suppose the, the act of remembering is an important one, isn't it? Yeah. Do You know what I mean. Thinking about thinking about what that means well, to we, us.
1: Yeah. Just being thankful for uh, what well, for what we have. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent, hundred percent.
1: So I, I I really like that. I
0: really, I, I really, even though even though traditionally. I'm, I'm, I'm. I'd rather see conflict end in dialogue and peace. You know, when you're dealing with people like Hitler, you just couldn't yeah. do that. Could yeah, you, just, um, I'm, I'm, you just have to use force, don't you? Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm grateful for the people who've done that on our behalf to protect, uh, protect the freedoms and democracies we sometimes probably take a, too much for granted. So um, thank you for everybody who. Uh, is involved in poppy appeals in helping out you know there were there were 100 100, 100 plus people on the street supporting the uh, march today including all the scouts including the police including you know the local church you know loads of people all actively getting involved in um to, supporting the community to remember so thank um, you for doing that Whereabouts about was it, mate? It was, it was, it was in the we're we're in a little place like down the road from us. This little place called Rainham Village, yep. um, and it was in the t- clock. It, it was around the clock tower at Rainham Village. So yeah, it, it was nice it was to go along so
2: <laughs> On that
0: note, let's get on with our guest. Our guest this week uh, is Mindy. Uh, Mindy has started a a new initiative where she encourages us to think about how we are um, gifting money effectively and whether we're doing that in the right way. So I'll let Mindy explain more. Thank you, Raz. Appreciate that, mate. Um, uh, Right, let me just get my questions up. Just bear with me. Sorry, I'm just... It's really, it's really interesting. I've literally, I'm, 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 at home. I've done a workout. I've just lived in my head up, Mindy, from a really in-depth uh, inheritance tax planning report that I've done for a client. And now I'm talking about kindness. I've got the weirdest I've ever. I think. I mean, I'm just I think like you have. The, the the sort of the, the the stuff that I need to switch my head from and to is. Uh, it's really interesting. I'm doing loads of work at the minute on... Um, Raj, you sent this to me, didn't you? Yeah. I'm doing loads, loads of uh, work at the minute on my What Happens Next project.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Some of the conversations I'm having are... Yeah, really, really interesting. Really interesting. So, yeah, good. Right, OK. So let's talk about
3: kindness. So uh, do we want to mute, Russ, or, or shall I just... I'll, leave? I'll, I'll, I'll mute myself, Don't Oh, I. OK. OK. Right then, I, I don't have to do anything. <laughs> no,
0: no, we're we're on it. We've done, we've done. We've only done three hundred of these episodes, Mindy. We know. We sort of know what we're doing. Um, okay, great, Mindy. Thank you for joining us on the Kindness
3: Project. How are you today? I'm really, really well. It, it's uh, yeah, it's it's lovely to be alive today. That's good. And we were talking
0: just before the interview about um, uh, the fact that you've recently well yesterday published a new book tell
1: me about that
3: (laughs) well the uh, project is one of a series of four and the wonderful business community that you and I are both in business is personal 100 um, has been the source of all the authors for all the books so 40 authors have taken part in four books and this was the latest and I think this one it caused a lot of excitement because it's about motivation, and you know, I think people really, really need that. Well, they always need that, but especially in turbulent times, you know. So it was great.
0: What What did you learn? I mean, because you get the opportunity to create these books, read the articles, and potentially learn new stuff, right? So what do you What did you learn from the contributors in from this book?
3: Well, I knew that. People have different motivators and different drivers. So I already knew that. But I wanted to see how each author approached it. And especially as our, our mission is to help other self-employed business owners to feel motivated. Because, you know, it really it starts from within. Even if you get some uh, you know input from outside, you still get to choose whether you are motivated, whether you feel motivated, what you do. Uh, to enhance your motivation. So I was very curious to see lots of different ideas and tips. And there's, there's so, so many things in there. If somebody read the book cover to cover, I think they couldn't help but raise their motivation level. That's what I, I, What tip
0: resonated with you the most?
3: Um, I think it is the fact that, I can't remember who wrote about it, but it's the fact that you have to keep doing it Day after day, week after week, but you know, you might be on a high, but then something happens, and you know, you need to lift yourself up again, yeah. and and again and again, you know, and that that's um, that's what those of us do who who really have kind of toned that motivation muscle. It's, uh, it's, other, it's positive
0: habits, isn't it? It's a habit. It's a habit is yeah. um, And for me, I think um, part of that is identifying purpose as well because if if you I mean, and again i'm having a lot of conversations like this a minute but if you're doing it just for the money or just for for uh an external reason but it's not giving you that internal joy it's probably a bit more difficult to do isn't it so identifying your why and working out the reason that you get out of bed in the morning and do what you do is probably a probably a key uh, key factor however we are here today to talk about kindness and the project that you've started which I absolutely love but before we start talking about that tell us a bit about you
3: Okay. so I am known for helping people get books out into out of their head into the market uh, and the book is just one manifestation of our thought leadership and what I call thoughtful leadership um many people speak and write to share their ideas that's not a new concept but it's all about the quality it's all about the quality of the time and and the thinking that you put into things that translates into, a high quality speech or book or podcast or newsletter or whatever the output is. Like I say, the book is a really nice, tangible, um, manifestation. And I have done, um, a lot of work with books a thousand times and I, it, it, I never get bored. Uh, however, it is just one way. So, you know, I, I'm, uh, I've been doing this 21 years, and it morphed into thought leadership, which includes, like I say, all of an expert's writing and speaking. And then that morphed into thoughtful leadership, because thought leadership, you know, it can be misunderstood, and um, the term can be misused. And really, if it hasn't got the right kind of thought, the right amount of thought, you know, it's just stuff. It's just content, and and I'm I'm a big fan of people aiming for the highest quality and the highest standard that they can. And I know you you can relate to that.
0: What does thoughtful leadership mean to you?
3: Well, like I say, it is based on somebody having wisdom or thought leadership, but they choose to get that out to the market, get that out to prospective clients, customers, or just people they come in contact with in a thoughtful way. Um, (laughs) When I wrote the book, The Thoughtful Leader, um, eight years ago now, there was a feeling that um, being thoughtful was maybe... Putting more effort into things. However, as humans, and and this podcast is proof of it, we we like to be thoughtful. It does come naturally to us, and it's just the other things that get in the way. When when I say thoughtful, it's both senses of the word. It's thoughtful. Hmm, that's something to think about, and thoughtful consideration. Yeah. And and really, it's all about consideration of ideas and people.
0: Yeah, and 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 that and that. Kindness that thought about how your words have an impact is, um, is an interesting one, isn't it? Because sometimes, particularly online, I mean, you're talking about books, it's really interesting. I, I, and again, I'd be interested in your insight into this. Um, I think sometimes the way that we communicate now on social media means that we don't we're not thoughtful enough because it's so easy right so when i was i remember when i was writing the kindness project book, um there were huge paragraphs that i wrote and then deleted because actually i thought i'm writing that and it doesn't align to what i actually want to say i mean um but being thoughtful about communication is is really important so how do we get more thoughtful when it's so easy to communicate quickly
3: there's one word at the at the root of all of this so it's the first step to anything important and that is intention simply having the desire or the intention to be thoughtful to put that extra care and thought into something or someone that is the first step Uh, and when like you say when people are on social media and they dash off a comment or they react in some emotional way they haven't stopped to think and and it doesn't have to require a lot of thought it's not like you can never respond to something without putting two hours into you know it's not like that
2: yeah Um, yeah.
3: it's it's training yourself to, to understand the impact right yeah think about it and and be strategic and just be aware and be mindful and all that stuff. Uh, thoughtfulness is different from mindfulness. If we have time, I'll explain the difference. Um, but, it, you know, it's it's a choice and it starts with the intention.
0: So we have got time. So explain the difference between that thoughtfulness and mindfulness perspective.
3: Yeah, I could do that very quickly. Um, being mindful is a state of awareness And that is a wonderful place to be because many times people are going through life unconsciously and certainly not mindfully. But thoughtfulness in in my model of the world has some direction to it. So not only are you going to be mindful or become aware, but you are actually deciding how you want to respond to that environment or that decision, that that person. So it, it. It actually has, again, an intention, a direction, different kind of energy. It's not just I'm aware. It's I'm choosing to do this with my awareness.
0: Yeah, and I really really like that judging model. Um, One thing I'm really interested in, and it's interesting because I think we're all guilty of doing this. Um, uh, When I said, tell me about you, you tell me about your work. Um, uh, and we, you know, we we're, we all do that, right? You know, we all like sort of define ourselves by what we do. What we like to do on the kindness project is dig a bit deeper, because what I want to know about what drives you and your values, and what makes you an amazing human being. Um, and and um, I've got to say, in research for uh, this. Um, interview and because we've known each other for a while now I can't believe I've done it before I watched your TED talk which was really interesting and deeply personal so I understand about the work tell me a little bit about you as a human
2: so
3: I, I still have to use the context of where I grew up and what I chose to do but I did grow up in New York and the New York area and I think our early childhood really does shape us. I'm not yeah, the first person right. to say that. Um, what it did for me was it, it gave me a lot of confidence because you have to to survive over there, um, or else you know you choose to move somewhere different. Eventually, I moved somewhere different, as into the UK. Um, it it was a good grounding in terms of you know being direct. New Yorkers are straight talkers, and I like that that aspect of myself. But, you know, there, there's, like I say, there's that moment of reflection, or maybe more than a moment, to be thoughtful. So I, I do really aim to be a thoughtful person. I would never say I am a thought leader or I am a thoughtful leader. That's that's not appropriate. Um, but I aim to be thoughtful in my words and actions. Um, what drives me really is helping good people to do great things. That, yeah. that That's at the root and the heart of everything I do. Most. People never achieve their potential in life. This is my belief. And there's lots and lots of ways for people to do personal development, self-development. Um my particular passion is making sure that people discover their truth so they can speak their truth and live their truth. And yeah. that that just under underpins everything I do.
0: Yeah, and no, I really like that. It's it's that. Element of all is the tea. That's the important bit, isn't it? It's that. How do we make sure that that we are as honest with ourselves? to ensure that we can live the life we want is is a thing i think the key factor there i love that help me understand one thing so what do you think the biggest cultural differences are because i love new york i think new york is an amazing place yeah. i remember coming out of a, the, the airport in new york for the first time and just hearing the taxi dance. <laughs> I was like, I'm in New York. this is brilliant um, what, what do you think? Uh, could, because you've lived in both, what do you think the main difference is between living in New York and living near to London or in London?
3: Yeah, well, Please. funny enough, I I think the two cities are gradually becoming um, like each other. You know, so London and surrounding areas, maybe the whole of the UK is getting a little bit more edgy, and New York maybe is getting a little bit toned down. Probably not, <laughs> but um, I I moved over here. Because I found that it, it was just too frenetic. Um, there was there was a lot of pressure. I at that time now that was over thirty years ago. I saw a lot of people developing stress related illnesses, and I know that happens everywhere. But I just kind of saw that wasn't the path for me. And. The UK at that time was a lot more gentle, more reserved. It it still is, you know. To, to the way we communicate is different, and probably, you know, the the, the perfect way is somewhere in the middle. I don't know. Um, but I I've I've spent a lot of time really trying to. Um, to relate to people to connect and, and a lot of that has to do with building rapport and meeting people where they are so not coming across as a brash new yorker which i never right. was anyway i didn't fit in there very well
0: yeah well it's interesting isn't it that element of of building long-term relationships of trust it- for me, is the only way to build relationships. You know, it's that transactional side of of, of doing things just, just never resonated to me. Oh,
3: don't get me wrong, Chris. Um, people do build strong relationships and lots of trust in New York, and, oh. and but it, it's the way it happens. And, and I suppose, you know, you have to develop a bit of a tough shell because... You know, if somebody's talking to you in a gruff voice and you know, putting you on the spot and yeah. making you—it—it's it, it, because they care, but it's they're showing it in a different way. And yeah. you know, I have some very, very strong friendships, and obviously a lot of relatives who are still there. Um, so it's not like one is better than the other; it's that's just good. a different energy, really. Is
0: oh, yeah, yeah, and sometimes you need that more direct energy, right? You know, yeah. yeah. that's you know that's useful.
3: So um, one thing.
0: Uh, that charlotte knows is when she was doing the research for these questions was the the work that you do in schools and i didn't know about it so tell me um, a little bit about that
3: well <clears throat> i'm a big believer in giving back as you know and one of the things i've always done i mean i, I trained as a trainer and speaker and i've been blessed to be able to speak to you know young people And when I can, because, you know, obviously it's part of my giving back, I I do it at a much reduced rate. It's because I really want to help uh, just provoke some thought, using that phrase again, and, you know, maybe motivate or inspire young people. And, And the earlier we can start, the better. You know this as well. And, you know, I think our listeners, if they have kids, they know how important it is to, you know, to, for them to have good influences. There's certainly a lot of questionable influences um, online and elsewhere. So I feel with, you know, entrepreneurial experience, with personal development ideas and, you know, the, the talks that I do tend to be around those two subjects. Um, but, but just getting people to think about their values and what they could achieve you know this whole achieving your potential they start early and and you can embed that that feeling of um wanting to do more with their life whatever that means for them i would like to be a part of that from an early age
0: and i think i think you're right i think if we can inspire and encourage early mm. a, a, a lot of the even though we can change it at any time, a lot of the direction of travel is set so young, isn't it? So if we can get kids sort of looking at, for me, it's about just giving them a, giving all all people a different world view and saying, "Well, look, look at this way because this is the potential." Mm-hmm. I remember on the on the podcast we had a, 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 an amazing guy, I called Emmanuel, who lived in a. a He's a is a is a guy who um is a, um, from a Ghanaian background, uh, lived um lived in a council block in East London in Tower hamlets, um and he's really prominent in the financial education world. He does a, a lot of financial education now. And he made the point that even though, and, and I've I've had this conversation on the podcast a few times, even though he could see Canary Walks, he didn't recognize the fact that that was 10 minutes away. Because for him, his world was the council of state. And he was inspired by somebody who um came to his school and said, Look, it, look, why don't you just take a walk over and just sort of like go, and, go go for some meetings? And and it was it was that spark that allowed him to go, well, actually, there's like, before that, in his mind, there was a bit of an invisible wall there. Even though yeah. he could, see, he didn't feel that was his world, and it was just somebody coming along going, you know what, you can do this as well. Would just inspired him. I love it. Uh, absolutely love it. So that was part one of the interview with Mindy. Um, I hope you find that really, really useful. Uh, now, it is the end. But the end is never really the end.
1: Because the end is time for joke of the week. It's a return and a winning. <laughs>
2: <laughs> ah no, my laptop is glitching. Hold on. Oh no.
1: Not
0: again. <laughs> Are we having joke of the week anytime this week? Every
2: week, this yeah, is. Yeah, I've got one, I've got one. What is uh what is the game we use to make breads?
0: What does the gamer make use to make bread? Don't know.
2: <laughs> Nintendo.
0: Nintendo. Yeah. Nintendo.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> Where's my Willy joke?
2: Do you want a Willy joke?
0: No. i think we i not putting. I'm that I'm putting. I'm We'll
2: see,
0: you, we'll see you. Oh, you got Willie joke Charlotte. No, you said not to do it. Don't do it. On that note, have a lovely week and we'll
2: see you in the podcast soon. Bye. Bye.